for this. You ready? Alright, let's do it. Oh yeah. Welcome to Envision Broadcasting. The station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success presents Thrive Talk with TKT, a show that shares the stories and experiences of motherhood, entrepreneurship, leadership, and success. Thrive Talk with TKT begins now. Hello, world, and welcome back to Thrive Talk with TKT. It is a happy new year to all of you and us. I am your host, Dr. Tracy Hines Lashley, the founder of Boss Up Leaders Incorporated. And I also have. I am Coach K. I am um, another host um, of Boss Up Leaders, and I am the COO. Hello, and I am Tiffany Myers, the CFO of Bossed Up Lead Hers Incorporated. She sound trying to sound all nice and stuff, y'all, today. We don't know what's going on with her. <laughs> we have some special guests today, and I am excited to have them here. They have a special program they're going to um, provide information on and also give us a little history. So let's go ahead and introduce everyone. Hello, hello, happy new year. We are excited to be here with Boss Up. I am Sharon Thompson Jernigan. I am the president of the Fabricone County Ministry Council. Um, we have some of our other members here, and so I'm going to let them introduce themselves at this time. Um, we'll start with our vice president. I am, I am William Neal, and I am the vice president of the Fabricone Cumberland Ministry Council, and I'm uh, excited about being here, although I am the only man I didn't know I was going to be. But I'm happy about it anyway. Bless you. I am Beverly Gibson. I'm the secretary for the Fayetteville Cumberland County Ministerial Council. And I am happy to be here. And thank you all for inviting us. Now our treasurer. Happy New Year to everyone. I am excited to be on this program this afternoon. I am Yvonne Hodges, the treasurer of the Federal Cumberland County Ministerial Council. We will now hear from our chaplain. Good evening. I'm Apostle Georgia Walker. I'm the chaplain of the Fayetteville Cumberland County Ministerial Council. It is indeed a pleasure to be here. Thank you all for having us. And uh, I'm just uh, proud to be here. Say Happy New Year to everyone, wherever you are and wherever you're listening. God bless you. I'm going to also hear from my historian. Um, she is, was the president. She actually made history. She was the president, I think, five consecutive years. So, Reverend Mary Owens. Good evening, everyone. We're so happy to be here. Thank you for having us. As Sharon said, I'm I past president, but I'm just serving however we, I can be used at this time. Thank you for having us. 
And we also want to hear from one of our members um, just to let us know what it's like to be a part of FCCMC. And that is Dr. Rose Young. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, such an awesome opportunity to speak tonight and be a part of um, this, this great thing that's going on with Thrive uh, Talk Radio. This is new. Oh, my gosh. Um, but uh, I'm Dr. Rose Young, and I'm a member of Pleasant Grove um, uh, Church, uh, Church of Disciples. Uh, and I'm the newest member, and I'm just... I'm just excited about what the Lord is doing on this year, in this season. Something new was going on. I feel it, and I just want to be a part of it. I want to be relevant, you know, I want to have a seat at the table. So I'm just taking every opportunity and, um, and just uh, taking it in stride. Thank you for having me. Wow. Thank you guys for introducing yourselves. You know, when I was first, um, you know, approached by my mother <laughs> to have you guys on the show, she could not explain what you guys wanted. She was just like, oh, this, this want to be on the show. <laughs> I said, I'm sure there's a reason. So could you please explain the reason you want to be on the show and to broadcast internationally the way that we are right now? Okay. So the reason, and we thank God for your mother um, who made a way for us to be on your show. So we wanted to be on the show tonight um, because what we're doing, we are doing the MLK Worship Service. It's an annual event um, and also a breakfast we do every year. Actually, this is the 28th annual year. And so, again, we're having to do things in an unprecedented manner because of things that are going on in the land. So, again, we talked about earlier how, how we have to navigate differently or think out of the box. So by being on your broadcast, that is part of that. Um, we're not able to do things the way we used to. So being on your broadcast is going to help us get that out there. And so we thank God for Balsa for allowing us to come on your platform and tell you about a worthwhile event. Um, again, that has been 28 years it's been going on. So at this time, if you allow me, I think Reverend Owens could give some history on it. And you can see why it's vital and it's important. And we're asking people to please, if we ever needed your help, we're going to need people's help on this year because we're doing it in an unprecedented manner. And so we're going to need people to give and do in an unprecedented manner. And so we really need help this year. How, but you know what? This is the best time for God to get glory. Ooh, because yeah. <laughs> it, 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 when we're in a pandemic and all odds are against you and you know you couldn't do yourself, nobody can get the glory out of this but God. Mm -hmm. So this is a way that he can show himself mighty and show himself strong. So we believe in this. We can do, I think we can reach even more. And then when we do that and give out more scholarships than we ever did, we're going to know it was God. And people can be a part of that. You can be a part of that. Helping us do something we've never been before. You say, a lot of times you say, God, I want to be used by you. This is a way that you're going to allow the Lord to use you. Um, Reverend Owens, you want to give some history background? Look, and the and first the show first of the year. year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Uh, Madam President, the um, there's a reason why she asked me to do the history because I'm one of two of the old sisters on here tonight, going way back. Not when it was founded, but we've been around a while. The Federal Company County Ministerial Council was founded in 1957, right at the height of uh, or the 
getting thrust into the civil rights movement during a very turbulent time, a lot of chaos going on. Sounds about like now, but at any rate, it was 1957, and uh, there had been a group of black ministers and white ministers who had some type of informal alliance, but as the civil rights movement grew and tensions flared up more, uh, it dissolved. And so in 1957, Dr. Aaron, jo Aaron Johnson and a group of other ministers formed the Ministerial Council. And why they felt like during all this turmoil and, and tumultuous time that there needed to be a voice of reason, a voice of support, a voice that spoke for the blacks of Cumberland County. So out of all the, the fire and turbulence of that moment in time, Fayetteville Cumberland County Ministerial Council was born with the motto, we're better together. And that's what we still live by. And it's an organization whose main principle is serving the community, lifting up the kingdom, but serving the community and being a voice when needed. That's, that's it, Madam President. Thank you, Reverend Owen. So that's just a little bit of history um, and how we were started. And she mentioned, you know, it grew out of a time of turbulence or, or a social unrest. Um, and But it is not a black organization. And later on, we'll get out. But we'll get him to do it now, our vice president, to kind of talk about um, some of the, the bylaws, whatever he wants to talk about as the organization. And he is the only man on here tonight, as he referenced. Um, but we thank um, God for him. Um, so we're going to turn it over to um, our vice president, William Neal, at this time. Thank you, Madam Thank you, President. President. Uh, one, one of the things that I enjoy becoming their council is that we we touch the pulse of at least five areas in our, in our community. Uh, education, uh, civil rights, social rights. We touch uh, ministerial rights. We touch all of that. Our bylaws state that we should help ministers as far as education is concerned. We should help youth as far as education and college is concerned. We should help people uh, aid them financially in whatever ways that we can. And so when when the framers of this formed this, this alliance, uh, they were not only looking at one venue, but they were looking at the total person and how we could impact that by bringing ministers and pastors together so that we could not only uh, have an impact in our personal congregations, but together we could have a tremendous impact politically uh, by having voter education and registration. We could do a number of things by doing it together. And so the bylaws uh, tell us that it gives us our marching orders and we have been engaged over the years in, in every one of those areas and um, uh, because of the pandemic, we have not stopped. We continue to move forward uh, to accomplish that. Uh, but because we're not able to do it in the large venue that we would normally do it, we're asking everybody to contribute and, and to participate and, and be engaged with us that we might continue to do the things that we've set out to do. Um, I could say more, but you know, it, it, I get carried away when I think about it because it's exciting to be here. It's exciting to talk about 
this venue and it's something that I have been engaged in a long time that if we can get people to help, we ought to be able to get them out of poverty. We ought to be able to help them in their life. Bless you. Thank you, Vice President. Wow, that is, that's amazing. I'm just like, uh, it just brings me back to our roots. So, you know, to Karen and smile because we were, you know, on the streets, walking, you know, walking the King March, and all. It's just like, man, I, I just taking me back. Like, I miss those times. I miss being in community where everybody is like putting together. And, yeah. And I'm glad Fabio was doing this. This is something I didn't even hear about before. So to hear about it now, it's like, okay, well, I need to chime in. <laughs> really? So you've never heard about the MLK event? No, I haven't been. I guess I've been tuned somewhere else. I have not. So, so yeah, and that's what we're on looking forward to talk about. The, um, <laughs> well, we just talked about part of the FCCMC, but we're re we really want to talk about this 28th annual event that's getting ready to take place next week. Actually, next weekend, um, I'm going to talk for a minute about um, the worship service. So the worship service is going to be January the 17th, 2021 at 5 p.m. It's going to take place at First Baptist Church, 302 um, Moore Street, where the host pastor is Reverend Frederick D. Colbert. Now, we have a phenomenal theologian. Um, that is going to be preaching on that night. Her name is Dr. T. Latrell Penny. If you have never heard this vessel preach, speak, you want to be, listen, you don't have to leave your home. You can do it in the comfort of your home. You can join us on YouTube. You can join us on, on Facebook Live. Uh, but our guest preacher is going to be Dr. T. Latrell Penny. And it's, it's a free event. Free. And you say it's, it's going to be virtual. Virtual. This is going to be a virtual event. Yes, okay. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I told you we're doing it out of the box. This is this is something different for us. <laughs> but we didn't want to stop and not do this. And so we're doing it differently. Um, and again, her name is Dr. T. Latrell Penny. And that will be taking a place taking place at 5 p.m. virtually. Um, and I'm going to let um, our vice president talk about um, the brunch we're going to be doing. Um, and so instead of doing a breakfast on this year, we're doing a brunch. And so he can talk about the speaker for that. But that is um, the 28th annual. Instead of the breakfast, it's going to be the brunch. So um, Vice President Neil, because he knows the speaker. Um, and so he can speak more about him. But we're excited. I've read his bio. You don't want to miss that either. Go ahead, Vice President Neil. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, Vice President. President. Um, Dr. T. Anthony Spearman has, and I have, have worked in, in social action for quite some time with the North Carolina Council of Churches. He currently serves as the president of the North Carolina NAACP branches of, of the NAACP. Uh, he's also a pastor in the AME Zion Church, but he was the vice president under uh, Dr. William Barber. So he has been you know, engaged in activism for probably more than 20 years. Um, he has served across the state in so many different areas. And I believe that uh, having him uh, not only as, as a, a fraternity brother, 
of uh, so many that will be uh, there on that day or we recognize that day, but having him as a speaker to talk about some of the things that is going on worldwide, the racism and the uh, social injustice. Uh, I tell you, you don't want to miss Dr. Penny, but you don't want to miss, I mean, it's going to be a weekend of just good knowledge, enlightenment, spiritually, educationally. And so we, we're inviting everybody to tune in uh, to hear this brother, uh, to hear this brother. You won't be disappointed. And um, so just join us. His, he has family in Eastover, North Carolina, who will be uh, supporting. And so uh, we're asking everybody all across the world, the nation, to tune in to T. Anthony Spearman, Dr. T. Anthony Spearman. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. You will not be Okay, you said over the weekend. So this is more than one day? <laughs> it is a two-day event. It's okay. a two-day event. It will start that Sunday at 5 p.m. again. And that's going to take place at First Baptist Moore Street, again, where the host passes Reverend Frederick Dr. Um, I'm sorry, Frederick D. Colbert. He is getting his doctoral. That's why I said doc doctor. <laughs> um, and then on that Monday morning um, at 10 a.m., we're going to have a brunch. And that's going to take place. The host pastor is Dr. Brian R. Thompson over at Simon okay. Temple. And um, so the brunch will take place there. And again, that will be from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. So yes, it is a two, it's always been a two day event. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yes. And we're also recognizing the divine nine. Um, one of the other members might want to talk about that. We're going to be recognizing the divine nine. We realized when Martin Luther King was on his plight um, that his fraternity took a vital role in helping him push forward in what he was doing. And so, and we realize now that the divine nine is still helping in the vaccines or doing stuff. And so we wanted to recognize them this year. And so we're going to be recognizing the divine nine. Um, and we're talking about serving our community, serving humanity through community service. And that's what they do. And we wanted to recognize them this year. Um, I see we had, I don't know if you saw him, Dr. Tracy. We have another man with us. Um, we have Apostle Gibson, I think, over there. I, I uh, see him so in the back and then coming, trying to be sneaky. <laughs> I was like, who is that man trying to chime up in here? <laughs> so now we have two men on the uh, platform. This is exciting. <laughs> so you're not alone. alone. Yes, ma'am. And, and Dr. Lashley, it takes funds. We try to give out, I think, about 10. Uh, one year we might, correct me, Reverend Owens, if I'm wrong, did one year we give out 20 or 15? Scholarships. We've given out at least twelve per year. Twelve per year. Okay. So Dr. Hodges, Reverend Javon Hodges, can talk more about the giving, um, how to give, and and where to give. So we're going to turn that over there. It takes money, cash, cash rules. Okay. <laughs> it takes. So <laughs> we know the song. <laughs> okay, I'm turning it over to you. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I think her mic is off. Can you hear? Turn it on, and it keeps switching off. Can you hear there me? There you go. Yes, I hear okay. you now. Yes, it does take money to make these scholarship happen. Uh, we are very happy 
and proud that over the years, we have been able to give out $1,000 scholarships to our youth. This is for any youth who's graduating from high school and have been accepted into college. Um, the highest that we have given out in one year has been 12 scholarships. Um, and we have been able to give out two uh, scholarships to ministers in a given year. But as stated earlier, it takes money to make all of this happen. And when you, you know, you talk about $1,000 per student, if we give out 12, that's $12,000. And so the, between the breakfast and the worship service uh, is how we raise our money um, to make these things happen. Uh, it has already been said that we're having to do things different this year. And so therefore, we need everybody uh, support. We do have uh, some recipients, uh, some people who have already uh, committed to giving and have sent their funds in. And we thank them for that. We thank them for that. We have uh, gold sponsorships. We have silver sponsorship. And we have uh, bronze uh, sponsorship. And normally uh, on the day of the breakfast itself, at the, we normally, which was normally held at the Crown, on that particular day, um, some people wait around to the last minute to buy their tickets to come in. And of course, there at the Crown, we take up a breakfast offering. And normally uh, our offering at the breakfast has ran somewhere between four and $5,000. But since we won't have that avenue this year, we are asking all of those who are listening, you have a, just think of the students that we can help if you would but donate. You can donate by cash app, uh, dollar sign FCCMC 28304. That is a way that you can give and help. We need to help our youth. They have no other avenue, a lot of them, if they don't get it from us. And it takes the old saying, it takes a village to raise a child. It takes all of us to help send these students uh, off to college. And we thank each and every one who have tuned in, who will tune in, and who will uh, support this effort. The money does not stay in our treasure. It goes to help students and ministers who's going to further their education. Thank you. We are going to make sure we push the word out. We're going to share on social media. We're going to you know, post out the replays. I mean, it's going to be all over the place. May I ask something, Madam President? Yes. Um, when we were talking about scholarships, what I like for you ladies to know too um, is that um, we started out giving $500. I think when Sharon and I first joined, it was $500. Then in 2010, we moved up to uh, $1,000. And we have been given that consistently. 
even in the midst of a pandemic, we still gave out the money. And uh, what I would like for you ladies to know about this organization is that since 2010, we have given out $120,000 in scholarships to this community. $120,000 from a small organization wow. of dedicated ministers and pastors in the community. Also, as the treasurer said, we give scholarships for the students and for, uh, for ministers in our organization. But we also give out a yearly grant um, to another nonprofit in the community who has gone above and beyond in trying to serve the community. You know, a lot of times some they're nonprofits that make mega bucks, the mom nonprofits that get by by the skin of their teeth. And so what we do is we bless an organization each year with um with a grant or uh, just benevolence from the Ministry of Council. Wow. So the money goes not only for the scholarships, but any way in the community we can bless people. And usually in the midst of um, natural disaster, uh, when people contacting from out of state, wrong, whatever, this is the this is the religious organization that they contact because some exist loosely, but we are the only one that's organized in such a way. And when uh, if we get a call from the governor of North Carolina, they uh, they will send them straight to the ministerial council. And Madam President, I'm sure you've already gotten some of those calls. Thank you. Thank you. That is amazing. You can't tell me. I think Karen, you want to say something? And we're so proud of it. Karen, I think Karen wants to say something. No, I do no, want to say that. that um, I feel kind of embarrassed, but <laughs> excited at the same time because being in Fayetteville for so long, I've never heard about this organization and and from coming from a small town you know we were raised up marching every year you know and you know we we just did it it was just like our family get out there and and, and do our thing and um being that it was a small community we were in a good old boy town we're from panama city florida so we've been there seen everything you know, um, so it was a lot, it's a, a lot that, you know, we have not seen, you know, we've seen pretty much everything of like the racism and stuff like that that's going on. But like you said, the community is what came together as a collective to make things happen for us, you know, and I was a child and, and when they came together, they formed a group, you know, the a, a Cure, and they formed a children's group. They were AAC. And we were part of that. So we had ours also, and we were engaged in so much stuff for the community. And um, it was just an awesome feeling. So I, like I said, I feel kind of embarrassed for not hearing about you guys and not ever participating in Fayetteville, North Carolina. So I do want to commend you guys. I really appreciate you guys and, uh, and you know, for what you guys are doing for the community, because a lot of people don't see it as we have to come together at some point to say, you know, we need to, to, to focus on these children because they are the world. You know, without them, we're nothing. If they fall, we failed. You know, so mm -hmm. I do want to commend you guys. Let, let me say this, Ms. Hines. I don't want you to be embarrassed 
to me, what it does is it's just showed us something. That's why we can't keep doing something the same old way. Had we not did this because of what happened, look. So I believe according to Romans 8 and 28, all things. And just like you haven't heard, somebody else hadn't heard. So though this may be making us uncomfortable, sometimes you've got to be comfortable being uncomfortable to go to the next place that God is calling you to go to. So no, ma'am, do not. That just means we were limited in the way we were doing things. And now that God has caused us to stretch and you have a platform, so don't be, no, that was on us. So thank you. Thank you. So I'm sorry, I'm not taking over y'all up. <laughs> I want to hear uh, from, uh, we have Apostle Gibson. We're, what we're doing this year too, I think it started with um, Dr. Allen. Um, we started doing a day of service. And so this year, the gentleman that's over was not able to be on. And so I'm kind of throwing him under the bus here and I was going to ask him to do this. So if Apostle Gibson can kind of talk about um, the day of service and what we're going to be doing um, over at AutoZone. If he just want to say anything about that or anything else. Um, Apostle Gibson. Hey, man. Uh, and he is our new members man, chair. I'm sorry. He's doing a great job. Allowing us to use your platform. Hey, man. Thank you for another man, man face in the place. <laughs> um, uh, Minister um, uh, Calvin Gilmore, hey man, he'll be he'll be leading, and I love it because when when people have a passion of what they've been a part of, and what they've been able to do, and really go out and uh, do things in the community, he's actually spearheading us going out and actually serving the community. A day of service was was meant for us to recognize that it's actually time for us to not just take time off, but take time to get our hands as you would in the trenches and actually be a provider and be a a, a light and a beacon of hope by providing some type of substance. Uh, we've been collecting uh, clothes, um, winter stuff. Uh, uh, it, it's pretty awesome. And and like uh, uh, Ms. Hodge, when she, she came in and said, we didn't know, and Madam President's talking about, you know, why we're out of the box doing things differently. That's because again, a hey, social media is opening up. It's opening up the platform to know that you got a local group of folks that really care about the people and we are being right in the midst of a, of a city going through and still ready to put our hands to the plow and get involved and actually share the love of God. And actually people don't care about how much you know until they see how much you care. And that's what I love about the organization. You talked about, uh, Marvin, uh, Marvin Hodge just talked about the, uh, the scholarships. Those children that go to school, they get the, the monies in hand. It's not going to a fund that, that's being used on their behalf. They want to go ahead and buy a computer, go and spend it on some clothes. Glory to God, that's their choice. Amen. They're good stewards and amen. They deserve that which we provide and give to them. But what, what the bigger hat is that the community gets involved. So you really, when you get involved with this organization and what we do and we stand for, we are the beloved community that's taking care of everything that goes into preparing our future and our people and our young people uh, to go ahead and be in place and be strategically placed to be empowered to do what God has called them to do. And I thank you that uh, Dr. Allen McLaughlin, he started this, amen, and sometimes the, the torch goes dim a little bit, but amen, God put you in a box so so you can get out of the box. He's, we, not, we don't serve a God that's in a box. He's outside the box. He's outside the wall. Jesus was never coming to see a church, but he was coming to see people. And we see people working together that are making this organization great. And I thank you and God bless you all for just being an opportunity to see the young ladies on this platform. Amen. Women talk. So let's talk about it. God bless. Yeah. Did you say McLaughlin? Yes, ma'am. Is he a pastor of a church? 
Yes, Dr. Alan McLaughlin for uh, I forgot new, the church. Was it New Life Bible Church? Yes, New Life Bible Church. Yes. We used to we go. Used that to was the first church, church we used to go to. When we came to Fayetteville. I'm teamed up with his wife and her publishing company. <laughs> I knew her media for her. <laughs> Amen. 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 Wow. wow. <laughs> so, Dr. Lashley, we also, what we, we need, when we're out here doing things, we need prayer warriors. And we all pray, but we have someone that just lifts our arms up in prayer. And I want to turn it over to her now. She came into the council. She she just joined the um, executive board. But before she ever became a part of the executive board, this lady was working. A lot of times we were doing that at the Crown. We had to go out there early. We had to set things up. We're talking about what made revenue was maybe thousands of people coming. So it was a big event, which took a lot the the breakfast. 1200 to 1500 Okay. Yeah. So she would come and work, even though she wasn't on the executive board. She joined and she went to work. So at this time, I if we you would, I'd like to hear from um our chaplain, um, Apostle Georgia Walker. Well, it's well, good to uh, be here, and it's always good to be a help. Sometimes we can look and see something being done, but unless we have a title, we won't do it. But God works beyond titles, and he works beyond uh, positions. We are all here to serve. And um, I echo uh, Apostle Gibson when he said was talking about the day of service. Um, we're here to do more than just pray. Praying is absolutely great, but we have to do something beyond prayer. And then uh, the the scholarships are near and dear to my heart because uh, I had two I have two children that um, my son went to school in uh, Alabama because they, Alabama offered uh, a GI Bill there. Uh, they paid for the tuition and books, and he only got one scholarship. And well, part of that is his own fault, but. At the time, I wasn't a member of the FCCMC and wasn't really in tune with what they were doing. But since I have been a member and I see the children uh, get that $1,000 scholarship, what a blessing it is to sow into a young person's life that would be with them for life, that they will know that somebody cared enough for them to sow a seed in them at such an early age. And one of the things that we have to understand is we all have been there whether we have children or not we know somebody so even if your child is not one of the ones that's getting a scholarship refer somebody else tell them about the fccmc we're about a great work we don't just meet and eat we meet and we get work done um since i've been in the council i've been under two presidents and you don't go and sit and fold your arms and look at everybody else's work. It's time to pitch in and get the work done. So I, I just thank God for allowing me to be able to be a part of the FCCMC. Having been in the military uh, for over 21 and a half years, um, you're used to being in charge and uh, giving orders or asking people to do things or telling them to do things and they would do them. This is an organization that you can't just come in and wait for someone to tell you to do something. This is where you have to jump in, where you fit in and get the work done. So kudos to uh, our executive board, especially our president, uh, Pastor Sharon Thompson Jernigan. Uh, she moves at a high rate of speed. And if, if you slow about it, you get left behind. 
So we're grateful, so grateful for this year's celebration. And when she started talking about the divine nine um, and the sororities and the fraternities and colleges, sometimes when our children go to school and they become a part of these organizations, they're in it for life. This is something worthwhile. Even those organizations give scholarships and service to community. So we want to make sure that the name, the, the uh, reputation of, F of the FCCMC is standing for uh, working, standing for the community, standing for what can we do to make where we are better. So again, it is great to be on this platform on tonight. Thank you so much for uh, you all allowing us to come and thank you, uh, Madam President, for keeping our feet to the fire. And we, we pray that this will be a great event, even though we can't do it the way we desire to do it. I thank God for never changing, but the things that we do change to make it better. God bless you. I really, I thank you um, for that. And one thing that I did here when you said, um, that thousand dollars per child is you're sowing a seed, you know. And my thing is, is um, you also have to water that seed, you know, in order for it to manifest. And um, and I know you guys are doing that, and I just I just excited about that because that's why we did this organization, because uh, and we do it for women and and and, and females, because um, we're part of this we're angry you know um you know how we know we're, we're angry all the time and we're not we're not good enough you know so we try to instill um everything that we have to give into these young women and i really do commend you guys for that and um and for us you know being able to allow you guys to get the word out is a blessing um i just want to say you know a, I'm just excited right now because, you know, this is my first time hearing of this. And, you know, I'm like, I love, I love children. I love helping kids. Like I said, they're the future. They're the future. And and as as Black men, it's like they don't have a, a, a chance. Now they see they're not having a chance because all of those men that's here to educate and instill, you know, those qualities in that man, they're either, you know, locked up or something like that. So it is good that I do see you guys doing something in a community uh, worthwhile for these children. Amen. Um, Dr. Young, I know we're going to get you. Did, did um, our secretary leave? Is, is Madam Secretary there, um, Pastor Gibson? So we want to hear from our, our secretary now. She does a amazing job making sure that, you know, everything we're doing is getting out. So I'm going to turn it over to her now to come in her own way. Amen. God bless you. We are so excited to be here. Thank you. And to know all the different different avenues that you all are taking. My goodness, it seems like you've been around for a long time. I was looking at those numbers, trying to write it down. I'm like, did she say that? <laughs> so we do. We thank you. And we're very happy to be here. We feel quite honored. And the organization that you're doing, you make sure that you uh, touch base with us so we can share that with the other ministers. We would love for them to get that because it's quite a few people who are interested in the same things. And as my husband always says, synergy, so we can make some things happen. 
Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> uh-huh. And we welcome you to come aboard. We would love right. to have you with the RCCM team. Awesome. 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 Definitely. We uh, actually have quite a few of the pastors throughout the community and surrounding area. We have their telephone numbers and we have their email addresses. And what we do is we don't just send to the members of the FCCMC. Whatever information we get, we send to all of them. We hit all of them. And by the grace of God, there are many exciting things happening. We also have some of the, uh, we have, actually, I can think of this one young man who spoke a couple years ago, and he was a recipient, a student who got the scholarship, and now he is a principal. <laughs> so we have all walks of lives that go out here, and they're actually using the money, and they're doing good things with it. I was blessed to be one of the recipients, not as a child. That'd be so long ago. <laughs> but. Um, as one of the ministers, I got the scholarship and that money came in just in time. I wanted to jump up and down. <laughs> but yes, we get to do that. We also have opportunity to share even different events that the churches have in the community. So we're good with helping um, get that out there. And with some of the children, they even let us know whenever something happens, you know, they'll share good things with us that we can pass on because we do get an opportunity to check base with them and stuff. So, yes, please. And we will make sure you have all of our contact information. Please. Wow. I knew Karen was going to chime in. She couldn't wait. <laughs> Come on, yes. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, ma'am. Dr. Lash, we also have a new member, um, Dr. Rose Young. So she's new and she just came in um, with her feet running. So Dr. Rose, you being one of the new members, you want to go go ahead and say something um, at this time? Yeah, something, yeah, that, something I, that, that I think that is that really, important really important that for everybody, for everybody to hear is that, that um, um, when we when give we scholarships out, we're celebrating the students. They're doing, they've done the work. We're celebrating them. We're giving back to them. And I think that's something that we really got to understand is that they've done the work and we're awarding them for the work that they've done. It's, it's important because a lot of times we think we're just giving them something, but they've done the work. They've done it. They've set themselves up for success and we're giving back to them. Um, also, um, you know, I do some, a, 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 a a part of our society that's been really forgotten about is um, the jail. There's there's inmates in jail that, you know, that just need prayer, you know, just pray for them. If you just thinking about it, just, just say a prayer for the inmates because they, the ministers can't go in there anymore. I, I've done prison ministry for seven years and it's a very, very um, um, rewarding ministry. And you see some people come out of those jails that are changed. So, but we can't go in there now. So I'm just asking everybody just to continue to pray for those inmates. Is there a way to something remote with them? I, I'm thinking that they may have something, but they haven't reached out to us. To, like there's over a hundred um, members 
Um, mm -hmm. But they, the, the leadership hasn't reached out to anybody, so we're really not sure how it's running right now. But um, prior to that, we were going in there two and three times a week. And now, if we you find out something, let me know because um, I can try and you know collaborate with you and make something happen. We try and do something remotely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Dr. Lasha, as you see, um, the Ministry Council is composed of different members. They have different ministries. And so, like Dr. Young just shared, part of her ministry is the prison. And so, we come together and people are able to share that. So, again, thank you. And Dr. Lashley is being very modest. Um, this lady has a background. I was like, honey, we trying to stretch and do stuff out the box. We need your help. <laughs> so, we, for you're a gift. You guys are a gift to the body. For real, every part supplies the whole part, and we're trying. So you tonight have I have offered you not on your platform, but what you're gifted in, and so we thank you, thank you so much. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, Madam President, yes, ma'am. I, uh, I um, Dr. Ashley and 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 the other ladies, you really have touched my heart, and and Sister Hines, you were talking about growing up and things you were doing, it uh, it would pull a lot of things down. But for a moment, because we have, as the chaplain said, we have a wonderful president who is also humble. Uh, her daily, her daily thing, uh, scripture was starting out is to, to, to do justly, love mercy, and to walk humbly before God. And I say, as long as you walk humbly, God is going to open the doors. I want you to know that in the midst of this year, this pandemic, the social unrest, we have been more active than we have been in years because of the leadership that we have. And she's so humble, she will not say this herself, but I want to take the moment because I walked in her shoes and she got some, walking them shoes is rough. And a lot of times when we still sleep, sharing mine is still going and twisting and turning. But let me tell you how God is upon this young lady, anointed. As Georgia was talking, I just thought about the things that God birthed in her this year. The whole mission for this year, God gave her the vision of a light. Rise, let your light shine. We had a dawn, a pre-dawn prayer at the courthouse back in June. June? Yeah, it was June. But we were out there in the dark with flashlights because of a vision she had about rise. This is a year that we got to rise and shine and let the glory of the Lord shine, not us, but his glory. She also, um, during this pandemic, we on the historic march in Washington, D.C., we marched on that same day. And Sister Hines, I thought you'd like that. We were out there marching and the local minister, Dr. Curtis Johnson, he gave his speech more powerful than the ones I heard in D.C. on that day. And when you were talking about the Divine Nine, we heard a lot about the Divine Nine during election time, but the God had given Sharon that vision long before we heard about Stroll to the Polls this year. So that's when you know God is in the atmosphere and the Spirit of God is working and moving. And I say, glory, I'm thankful that God has sent us a president who knows how to lift him up because as long as you let God do the elevating, he's going to exalt you. Thank you. That's all. Amen. Amen. Thank, thank you, Reverend Mary Owens. But to God be all glory. 
because all glory belongs to him and you can't do anything without a team so thank god for the team because there's no i in team so it takes all of us to do what we do and you are now a part of the team (laughs) 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 we are here to serve Wow, this is an amazing Tiffany. Okay, I'm sorry. You want to say something? I'm like, we've been taking all the (laughs) wait patiently. You you know me. I actually been getting ready to make posts and be able to publicize everything and split it, spread it all over the platforms, um, getting the word out. So I've been collecting information and and gathering stuff. I'm the techie on, on the team. So next to Tracy, I'm actually under Tracy because she's been doing it a lot longer than I have. (laughs) But I just want to get your guys, your message across, um, get as many people able to listen, join, um, to be aware of what you're doing, because I feel it's great. And like Karen said, she didn't know I'm, I'm actually outside of Atlanta from Panama City, Florida. So I'm not near you guys. But it doesn't stop me from helping doing my part. So that's what I'm doing. You're always up here. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll be there next month, by the way. Yes. Man, so we we are looking forward to this, especially virtual. You know what? We're doing this now. So what's stopping us from doing something else? So I don't know. This is amazing. Yes, so yes, can you share with us again oh, yeah. how people how can get in touch with you, how they can learn about the um, event, how they can donate. Okay. So they can actually go to our website. We have a website. The website is, help me out here, Madam Secretary. The website is? It is Red. Go ahead, um, Madam Secretary. Okay. Okay. It's um, F-A-Y-E-T-T-E-V-I-L-L-E-M-I-N-C-O-U-N-C-I-L dot org. Fayetteville Men Council dot org. So that is our, our website. Um, and then we also have a Facebook page. And so um, Fairville Cumberland County Ministry Council, you can actually go to the website and click on the Facebook page from, from there and all the information um, about what we're going to be doing. And the flyer is also on there. And I can also email it to you if you need, if need be. Um, and also if we want to, and, and, and as you said, you're in, um, did you say Panama, Miss Myers? What did you say to Miss Tiffany, where are you at? Outside of Atlanta. Outside Atlanta. And this is the good thing about it doing it virtually. You don't even have to be here. You can cash app. You can. Wait, wait, wait. Did you mention the cash app? The cash app. Let's get that cash app and the poster to send them donations. And we're going to be doing that online when we're going live. You know, I think they call it pinning. Is that correct? Pinning that cash app up there. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, okay, we got. Okay, so what's the cash app? Doctor Hodges, what's that cash app? <laughs> cash app again is dollar sign. Capital F, capital C, capital C, capital M, capital C, 
28304. Okay, that is right. our cash out. Okay, and we, we are all the info. info. We're going to we also all include it in the description so they have all that for them right there. They can't even say they don't have it. <laughs> and we are 5013C. Um, so it is tax deductible. Um, again, I'm excited. Thank you so much, Dr. Tracy, Miss Tiffany, Miss Hines. So we look next time we get ready to march, we'll make sure we call y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. This has been this has been wonderful. Yes, yes we thank, thank you. you. And, and until, until next week, you guys, we'll see you then. Bye. All right. You ladies continue to boss up. God bless you. Thank you again for having a wonderful program. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Thrive Talk with TKT, where Dr. Tracy Lashley, Ms. Karen Hines, aka Coach K, and Mrs. Tiffany Myers speak on and two leaders influencers and motivators who share journeys in personal and professional growth, teamwork, business tips, life lessons, and the mindset for success to elevate their life. Follow the ladies on all social media platforms at at B-O-S-S-D-U-P-L-E-A-D-H-E-R-Z and visit www.bossdupleadherz.org. Remember to always walk in your purpose and eliminate self-doubt.